You're listening to episode 179 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about how you don't have to be who you were. So a lot of times we'll kind of stick ourselves in in these particular boxes and we'll put these labels on ourselves and we feel like we can never break out of that. And a lot of times we can also feel as though no one else is ever going to allow us to break out of that too. So we're going to dig into that more because I think it's a really important uh, topic to learn when we're figuring out how to grow and to become someone that we want to be too. So first up, I just really want to quickly remind you that if you have ever considered starting a podcast, if you have felt held back, overwhelmed, uh, if you feel like everyone is kind of jumping on the podcasting train and leaving you behind, particularly if you are an entrepreneur or a business owner, then I really want you to go check out my course, Podcasting for Impact. The doors are open for a limited time, and I'm also offering some really cool bonuses right now that include things like uh, personally auditing your podcast episodes. I'm happy to do that. And I'm so excited to be able to offer that cool bonus. That's something that I don't typically offer to people. And this is going to walk you through not just, you know, the usual, like the the tech checklist and, and tutorials and all of that type of stuff. It has all of those things, but it's really going to help you to explore how to figure out to how to make the the really important connections and to build trust and relationships with people that are what make successful podcasters successful and what can really take you to that next level with your business as well, increasing your visibility and getting your message out there to the people that need to hear it most to have the impact that I know you want to have. So that's the entire point of these, this entire podcasting for impact course that I created. And I'm really, really excited about it. The doors are open right now until February 3rd. So there isn't much time to get in and I want to make sure that you don't miss your chance. So jump over to podcastingforimpact.com and you'll be able to catch all the details over there. Okay, so back to today's topic about you don't have to be who you were. I also thought that this was sort of an especially important reminder just such a short time into a brand new year. So it's almost February. Uh, it's hard to believe that almost a month has already passed so far in 2020. And I'm not one for New Year's resolutions. If, if you want more on that, you can check out episode 163 about aligning values over goals and episode 59 about the anti-resolution way to accomplish goals that don't suck. <laughs> so you can check out both of those. I also uh, wrote a post about New Year, Same You and reflections over resolutions, some questions to ask yourself headed into a new year. And even though it might be February, these are all still applicable things year round. And I especially don't want you to feel discouraged if you kind of went into January hoping to make all kinds of changes and you feel like you haven't gotten as far as you want to right now. Because just because you you were one person who does certain things doesn't mean that you always are going to have to remain that person and, and remain doing those things that you've always done. 
So I've got various examples of this that come to mind. For one thing, I never considered myself athletic when I was growing up, ever, ever. And now I throw around all kinds of heavy weights almost every day. Um, and I, I actually consider myself a bit of an athlete uh, because I, I train like one. But that was something that would never have even crossed my mind when I was a, a clumsy kid reading books over track and field day. <laughs> that was not something that ever even occurred to me. I never thought that that would be possible. Something like uh, cooking. I didn't think that I would ever be somebody who could particularly cook. When I left home to, to go to school for university, I didn't even know how to cook a potato. My mom loves to tell that story that I used to, I, I was asking her, I was sick right before I left for school and I was kind of croaking out to her because I had a really, uh, really bad sore throat. I was kind of croaking like, how do I boil a potato? <laughs> and I didn't even know how to do that. Now I can cook all kinds of things. And I'm actually a really good cook. Uh, I, I was very hot-tempered, uh, very, very hot-tempered, and I had mellowed considerably. I didn't travel growing up. I was only ever on a plane once until I was 21, and now I've been all over the world. I never thought in a thousand years I would be an entrepreneur. That didn't even cross my radar. And there are so many different things where... You know, I also kind of considered myself a little bit socially awkward. I still am, but I somehow seem to also make friends everywhere. I can reference uh, an episode on that on that topic as well and, and how you can sort of do the same. But my point is, is that we, we put all these labels on ourselves that we can often end up permanently identifying with. And it keeps us from seeing what we're actually capable of. Because if you don't think of yourself as an athlete, for example you're not going to train like an athlete. If you don't think that you can cook, you're probably not even going to try. Or you will continue to, to make things with the mindset of, I'm terrible at cooking, and then, yeah, you're probably not going to do that well at it because you're coming at it from that angle. So sometimes fitting ourselves into boxes can kind of help us feel this sense of belonging. And we hang on to it as, as part of our identity, and it becomes a source of comfort. Because... It's, it's part of who we are. You know, I, I'm, I'm not somebody who cooks. Okay, so now we've kind of put ourselves into the group of people that also don't cook, and then we can identify with those people. And these might seem like, like little kind of irrelevant things, but so many of us still have, we, we hang on to these to such a degree, and we have so many different boxes that we will often place ourselves in that we can kind of paint ourselves into a corner. And it's really hard to ever break out of that. And part of the reason for that is that the unknown is, is really scary. And trying to figure out things that we don't already believe ourselves to be good at is, is even more scary. It scares not only ourselves to try that, but it also scares other people around us that we're close to when we become someone that they don't recognize. When we have you know new interests that maybe don't include them or something that we related to them on, on a really deep level, starts to change and shift. And then somebody, that other person can start to feel like they're losing us. And they would prefer that we stay in our comfortable little box right beside them. And sometimes the, the sense of responsibility that we feel towards remaining who people think we are can actually be stronger than the pull to become who, who we really are and, and want or need to become. And that's a dangerous road to walk because you can end up being very resentful then 
end up becoming very resentful of people that you feel are, are holding you back or uh, kind of putting you in a particular box that you maybe don't necessarily want to be part of anymore. And we have to often strip away all of that to get clear on what we really want for ourselves. Because if you're living for somebody else, you're going to end up you know, incredibly resentful and wildly unhappy. Just because you were one thing once, it, it doesn't mean that you have to be that thing forever. And if you try to be, even though you can feel yourself needing to expand and, and do new things and, and push yourself outside of your limits a little bit, you aren't going to be happy. And you might not even be able to pinpoint why you're unhappy. You just might have this sense of there's something more out there for me. But it's much more comfortable to remain in that little box that we've placed ourselves or that other people have placed us in. And I keep seeing this, I've seen this multiple times now, this, this quote that's floating around on the internet. And I, I researched who said it originally and I can't seem to find the source. So if anybody has the source, please let me know. I will absolutely go back and reference it in the show notes. But the quote is that the version of me you created in your mind is not my responsibility, end quote. This is really interesting to me in a lot of ways because for one thing, I personally believe that people are capable of change. I do think that people are capable of change. They have to be highly motivated to do so. But a lot of times we'll run into people who knew us a long time ago and they might still be thinking of us in a particular way from, you know, an impression that we gave them years ago or just kind of the person that they knew us as back then or maybe even the person that they knew us as under a, a certain set of circumstances too. So one example of that is that uh, I was a really heavy drinker back in university. I can reference some episodes that I've talked about that too. Um, and people who knew me then would probably be shocked now that I'm usually in bed at nine o'clock most nights and I rarely ever drink a single cocktail. <laughs> it's, it's just not something I'm even interested in anymore. I am a wildly different person than who that person was. So anybody who only knew me then would probably find the person that I am now to be very surprising. And I think most of us can say safely that we are not the same people we were 10, 15 years ago, not even close. And there's been a lot of this, this type of reflection, especially since it's, you know, the beginning of a new decade and, and everybody kind of, kind of makes a big deal out of it. But this can apply to who you were last week versus who you are today. You change can be a constant thing, especially somebody who's actually interested and open to growing on a regular basis. You, you might be a wildly different person than you were a week or two ago. And that might sound extreme, but sometimes there can also be uh, really significant events that happen in somebody's life. They can change them practically overnight too. So, a lot of times we are no longer that person. And another example that came to mind here for me was when people go through uh, a really, like a really major breakup or something like that, it's sort of the, the so-called cliche is that some people will do things after a really major breakup, things like uh, getting a new piercing or tattoos or something like that to make it more outwardly obvious that they are no longer exactly the same as they were before. 
And we, we kind of get the sense of wanting to showcase that we've changed and become someone different. We want to, to advertise it with flashing neon lights, practically. And not all change is like that. And that's just one way that we are able to kind of more outwardly show that we've changed. But sometimes if we've made changes in a really positive direction or we've just completely you know, shifted the entire course of our lives, we want that to be known. We don't want people to look at us the same way and to put us in the same boxes that they've always put us in because we know that we're different and we want everyone else to know it too, that we are no longer that person. And when people look at us a particular way and think of us a particular way, I want you to know that you don't owe them an explanation around trying to let them know or understand how you've changed. Because if they want to know, they'll put in the effort to find out. Or they'll see it reflected in you and how you show up in the world too. But this is really difficult to accept because we, we want to be seen a certain way. We want people to think of us a certain way. And I don't particularly want to be known as the, the, the heavy drinker from 10 or 15 years ago. But there are people who were in my life who may never really be in my life again, but they were back then, who will just always have kind of that memory of me. And if I ran into them somewhere randomly, that would be the only real thing that they would know about me at this point. That 10 or 15 years ago, she drank a lot. <laughs> she, she was a bit of a binge drinker in university. And that isn't my responsibility to manage that for them. And that isn't yours either. When somebody, when you can tell and sense that somebody is viewing you a certain way and you no longer are that person anymore, it's not really up to you to try and change that opinion for them. We can't, we can't change other people. They have to make the changes themselves. And similarly, we can't change their minds about what they expect from us or how they feel about us either. We can only show up as the best version of ourselves that we know how to be and to let everything else work itself out. And people are always going to interpret your actions in whichever way they want. We've all had moments where we felt incredibly misunderstood because we, we did or said something with one intention, but it was interpreted in a very different way by someone else. And there was miscommunication and, and all of those things, right? And it, it's all about the way that they interpreted something that you did or said. But no matter how much we explain it, even if we were going to go down the road of trying to explain that, there will always be people who just simply won't agree with us. And that, that's okay. Because at some point we have to release that control and it's incredibly freeing because it's only the illusion of control anyway. We can't control how another human being thinks, thinks about us or, or views us or change their opinions of us. And do you really want to? Because if somebody has, you know, a really like dead set opinion about you, if they aren't willing to, to shift that at all or to see maybe who you really are, do you really want those people to be closest to you anyway? Like, why would you want to bother trying to change their opinion? It can be very unsettling because, you know, again, we, we want to show up in the world in a certain way. We want people to think of us in a certain, in a certain way. We, we project this, this image sometimes. And especially if we've changed significantly and are, are so far removed from the person that they maybe once knew us as, it's really hard to accept if they won't or can't see us the way that, that we view ourselves. 
but no one else is ever going to be able to view us exactly as we view ourselves. And sometimes that can be a good thing and sometimes that can be a bad thing. But it's more about releasing the control because when you feel like you can't shift or change into someone or something else, you're making the choice to stay stuck. And the bigger question there is what is serving you there? What, why, why is it serving you to stay stuck and to make the choice to stay stuck? What is it that keeps you from making the change you say you'd like to? And who do you want to become? What does that version of you feel like? And what's an ideal day in that life look like? How does that person behave and show up for both themselves and for other people? This is a, a kind of part of a, a little bit of a bigger conversation about releasing some of the, the control that we feel like we need to have other, over other people's opinions and kind of accepting that not everybody's going to like you. And as a people pleaser, a, a somewhat recovering people pleaser, but still a people pleaser to a degree, <laughs> it, sometimes I think it's a lifelong battle to not be so much of a people pleaser. This is really hard to accept. It's really hard to accept that, what do you mean? Not everybody's going to like me <laughs> and I can change their minds. I can make them love me. You know, that's, that's part of the trap that so many of us fall into. The majority of us of hum as human beings are people pleasers. It, it's certainly a sliding scale, some more than others, but most of us, we have an innate desire to want to be liked and to want to feel seen and heard and understood. And not everybody is going to be able to do that for you. And not everybody should either because it would be really boring if you appealed to absolutely everyone on the planet. You are not meant for everyone and not everyone is meant for you. So I want to just really encourage you to, to break outside of these maybe boxes that you've placed yourself in and start to catch yourself as you're thinking about some of these things. So if you start to say to someone or just think to yourself, oh, I'm terrible at X. I, I'm terrible at cooking. Uh, I'm terrible at lifting weights. I'm, I'm terrible at uh, procrastination. Wh whatever any of these things are, I want you to kind of catch yourself thinking or saying them and start to ask yourself if that's actually true. Are you making the choice to continue doing those? Have you put in the effort to do anything differently? Is, is that something that you really want to be able to do? Or do you prefer being able to say, I'm not good at that, or that's not who I am? And how is that serving you instead? These are the kinds of, of questions that we have to ask ourselves if we're ever going to start to shift and, and, and change and evolve and grow. And when we start to do that, it becomes a little bit easier to begin releasing what other people's expectations of us are, because otherwise it can be crushing. And the weight of that, you're never going to be able to be happy and, and to get out from under that because you're, you're never going to be able to control everyone's reactions to you. It's just, it's simply not possible. So why waste your energy on it when you could be busy living your life and, and making the changes that you want to and, and fitting yourself into a whole new set of boxes instead of sticking with the old ones and actually being able to enjoy and appreciate your ability to change and grow as opposed to staying stuck and then wondering why other people are only viewing you a particular way. So think about this. I'd love to, to hear your thoughts on this. Make sure to DM me over at Emily Goff Coach. 
Share this episode with somebody that you think needs to hear it. I absolutely love when you guys screenshot these episodes and share them on social media. I cannot tell you how much joy that brings into my heart. <laughs> so please make sure to do that. Check out the show notes too. I've got a few different episodes referenced here, a couple that I already mentioned. There's also episode 146 about positive reinforcement might be doing you more harm than good. And that's really about um, intrinsic motivation and how we're often looking outside of ourselves for feedback and you know positive feedback and positive reinforcement to keep going. But that can be a little bit of a dangerous game to play because what happens when no one's clapping for you, right? So these are the kinds of things that I want you to start to think about. And in that same vein, if you are someone that thinks that you could never have a podcast or that starting a podcast feels way too hard, um, that there's too many things that could go wrong, you know, what would other people think of you, the judgments that can come with that, I want you to really explore the Podcasting for Impact course. It's all laid out for you over at podcastingforimpact.com. And a huge part of what I, I walk you through is a lot of the mindset blocks that come up with this and some of the fear that can come along with it and how to share vulnerable stories and the line between public and private and, and putting yourself out there in a way that is incredibly powerful and allows you to really step into your voice and to impact the people that need to hear your story most. This is, this is what the entire thing is about because I want you to be able to show up confidently and be able to speak directly to the people who need to hear what you have to say. So go over to podcastingforimpact.com, doors close February 3rd, and right now I am offering a bunch of cool bonuses as well. Uh, make sure to DM me if you have any questions at all, and I'm really, really excited about this, and I can't wait to see everybody inside the course. So. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for you tuning in and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you.